Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Don't worry. I'll edit all that out. <laughs> it's okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Lab Medicine's podcast series. My name is Kelly Swales, and I'm the web editor for Lab Medicine. Joining me today is Carlo Ledesma, and he's going to talk with us about making the transition from bench technologist to a leadership role. Hi, Carlo. Hi. Um, so I think the first question I have for you is what sort of qualities should a person have if they'd like to make the transition from a bench technologist to a supervisor or a manager? For the most part, uh, uh, when one transitions from being a bench tech to a supervisor, uh, one should have um, the drive and the passion because it takes a lot more than a normal technologist to do supervisory tasks. We are always trained to be uh, on the technical level, knowing the science behind performing tests and the science behind the reason for the test. But supervision is a different animal. Um, it, it requires more of people skills, uh, learning a lot of the regulations. So it's, it's, a, it's a different venture from being a bench tech. So it, it requires to have passion and the drive to be, um, to be successful as a supervisor. So in addition to the passion and the drive to really push yourself forward and, and you know, uh, enter a leadership role, what sort of skill set would a person need? Uh, to be a successful supervisor, one should be um, more detail-oriented. Um, being a supervisor, especially in, in technical supervision, uh, you'll you require that you pay attention closely to regulations, to uh, different regulations from whether you're on a CAP uh, checklist or different regulatory agencies. Um, that's the most important thing is to be very detail-oriented. Um, that way, you can satisfy um, or be successful. Uh, to be successful in your role, um, being detail-oriented is the key. Uh, satisfying different regulatory agencies, um, all their checklists and standards, and applying it into your practice, um, being very detail-oriented is essential. So if somebody isn't quite as detail-oriented as they would need to be in order to be, become a supervisor, what do, do you have any suggestions for someone if they want to develop that skill? Um, for you to, uh, well, not, well, we are all trained as scientists. Um, and, you know, a scientist or in, in the bench level, we're, we're detail-oriented in a way. But learning more of a regulation um, or being more proactive and, um, what do you call this? Trying to, what I'm trying to say is that um, being a supervisor is more deta detail, uh, detail oriented times five <laughs> um, because <laughs> it's more, um, what do you call it? Well, it's all, it's all on you, right? I mean, if, if, yeah, it's all on, if, you're, if you're not following, if your department's not following 
a guideline, then that's on you. So you really have to be, um, I'm losing my words now. You really have to be uh, sort of self-motivated and, and really be on top of things. Yeah, not not all, not only self motivation is the key, and and also being uh, what do you call it, a visionary, um, in a way that yes, you're you're going to satisfy um, regulation, but also you're you're also being mindful of the business aspect of the laboratory. Um, as we all know, it's it's you know financial finances are very drive the healthcare and also the laboratory. So being very aware, financially um, uh, sound, um, on top of be, being uh, aware of the self-regulation, and also you have you're thinking about efficiencies, especially in this day and age uh, in the healthcare profession, not just applicable to laboratory. Um, we all are thinking about efficiencies. So it takes um, you know you're not just a self-motivator, but also being a, a a visionary, you have to think outside the box. So, can you tell me some of the unexpected and, and maybe some of the expected obstacles that you encountered when you made the transition from the bench to uh, a supervisor? When, when I transitioned from a bench tech to a supervisor, I was at a very young age, and it was expected that I would be challenged. Um, you know, um, I'm not strong enough, or I, I'm not that. Um, uh, what you, I'm trying, I'm losing my words here. I, I'm not strong enough, or I'm not um, aggressive enough to handle people, because oh, you know, sure. super, a super, a supervision is also not not just learning the bench level of it, not just learning the regulation, but also you know the people skills, as I've mentioned earlier, um, and that was expected. Uh, uh, that I was expected, I was expecting that to happen is. When people think, "Oh, you're too nice. You can't be. You can't do all this stuff. Being a supervisor, you can't handle this because you're too nice. You you can't be really aggressive." But it it's for me. Uh, I I always wanted to prove um, to prove myself. I I always have that drive that if anyone else can do it, I can do it. <laughs> um, as as far as uh, unexpected um, unexpected things when I transitioned from a bench tech to a supervisor. Is learning uh, the business side of it really fast um, because, uh, like all of us, or, or normal med techs, or normal lab professionals, we were always trained in the sciences and learning the business aspect of it, especially when you come to management or supervision, is, is a foreign, foreign word or foreign term. These are foreign terminologies for me uh, when I transitioned to supervision. So that was the. Uh, uh, the one of the unexpected challenges that I that that I had to face when I transitioned. Well, and it's not something that they that uh, can necessarily be taught whenever yeah. um, you're still on the bench because a lot of those decisions are made even above the supervisory role. So it's, yes, um, you know you're not really exposed to that until you become like a supervisor or manager, and then. Yes, and then you have to learn it all very fast. <laughs> Precisely, um, yeah, and, and it's it's um, you, you can't really fully prepare yourself uh, from transitioning to um, from supervisor uh, from bench tech to supervisor. You you have to be uh, mentally prepared of the upcoming challenges during the transition. 
What do you wish that someone had told you about making this transition before you did it? Before I did it, uh, be tougher. Be tougher than what you are than what you are right now. Um, because, there, like I said, you have to be mentally prepared and you have to be uh, really uh, emotionally, mentally, and physically prepared. Being supervisor is, is, is fulfilling because, um, yes, we, we're trained um, scientists, but being a supervisor, you're, you're making a difference not only for yourself, not only for your patient, but also for the the laboratory. You're 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 the leader. Um, it's there's a lot. It's very challenging, um, but it's also very fulfilling. Did uh, and what advice would you give someone else who wants to do this? My my main advice is you. Uh, if someone doubts that they can be a supervisor or enter the supervision, don't ever doubt yourself. Um, we're, you're capable of of going higher and uh, reaching your dream. Super, uh, the transition is tough, but stay strong. And there will be challenges, but you will find your, your own way of supervision or your own style of management. Uh, find a mentor that will... Find a mentor that will teach you uh, the right skills, the right um, the, uh, the right skill. Find a mentor that will teach you the right skills to be an effective uh, supervisor or an effective leader. I think that's uh, some really great advice, Carlo. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Well, hey, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was better. Yeah. Uh, well, this one, I'm I'm going to edit this, and I probably won't put it on the website for a while because Molly is going to use the recording for the July issue of Critical Values. Okay. So we'll probably, it'll be available through, through Critical Values. Uh, I'll put it up on the Lab Medicine website probably a little bit closer to July. And then okay, yeah. What we'll do is um, I might just make like a uh, an abbreviated transcript of this recording so we can use that as a sidebar in Critical Values, and I'll um, get your approval on anything before we publish it. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do this. And, yeah, thank you um, so much. Thank you so much, Kelly. Oh, you are very welcome, and you have uh, some good holidays. You too. Happy holidays. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.